Hello, I'm Dave Epstein, and this is Growing Wisdom. In this edition of Growing Wisdom, I want to talk about fertilizer. And the reason I want to do that is because when you go to any of your local garden centers, big box stores, you often see the fertilizer, you have plants at home, and you think, I'm going to buy some fertilizer, I'm going to feed my plants. Well, you're actually not really feeding your plants. You're actually feeding the soil, which in turn, the plant is going to use the nutrients in the soil and kind of grow and grow better. Or in some cases, you might use too much of a good thing and you'll actually end up hurting the plant in the long run. So let me explain a little bit about this. So first of all, when you go to buy fertilizer, one of the things I highly, highly, highly recommend is buying an organic fertilizer. So buy an organic fertilizer. And the reason for that is that the nutrients tend to be better able to be absorbed by the roots and into the plant rather than some of these synthetic fertilizers, which may green things up really fast. But the problem is they're greening things up really fast and they're really not able to be used over longer periods of time. Actually, there was a study that the University of Massachusetts did that showed that some of those fertilizers that have those higher numbers, most of the nutrients are used within three to five weeks, whereas the lower numbers, the more organic fertilizers, they can last over a period of three to five months. And that's really what you want to use. So what I use are things that have, say, fish emulsions in them. I love using that. Compost, I love using that. I'll use bone meals. Uh, I will look for anything that is organic and slow releasing. Now, you'll see three numbers on most fertilizers. There are additional nutrients in there as well, but the big ones that you'll notice are going to be nitrogen, that's the N, the first number, phosphorus, that's the second number, and potassium, that's the third number. And each of those three main, let's call them ingredients, uh, are used for different things that the plants need. So nitrogen, for example, it's a, a component of chlorophyll, and it really helps shoot leaf growth. It helps your grass to grow. And adding a fertilizer high in nitrogen, so that first number, uh, is going to promote a lot of green growth. And so that may be a good thing, but it may also be at the expense of flower and fruit production. So you have to be careful. So for example, if I'm feeding my tomatoes or my peppers, I don't want something with a lot of nitrogen in it because I'm going to end up with these big bushy plants and I want flowers to produce fruit. But it might be okay for something like my lettuces or my kales or my spinach or other things. It may make a lot more sense for those things. Now the phosphorus, that second number, it's really good for helping plants with new tissue. It promotes great root growth. It's also wonderful for fruit and flower production. Now here, you'll see products out there with a really high middle number. That doesn't necessarily mean that's good. You're going to produce tons of flowers. You may actually overproduce flowers. And so for certain things, I'm real careful about buying a product with too high of a number. That's why these organic fertilizers are really kind of put together so that they are better for your vegetables especially. And some of them are really good for your flowers trees, and in some cases, shrubs, although since shrubs are mostly, for the most part, you know, something like a yew or something like that, they don't necessarily need a lot of phosphorus because they're not really, we're not really interested in flower production per se. So fertilizers that contain things like bone meal and rock phosphate are really good for things like root crops, uh, 
both rich in phosphorus, and that is a higher phosphorus number uh, that's going to produce flowers, fruits, like tomatoes, or edible roots. So phosphorus is a good thing for those particular types of uh, products or plants that we're, we're looking at. Now, the final number, potassium. That's really something that's going to help the plant to regulate carbon dioxide uptake by the pores, those stomata, which are on the leaves. You might remember that from your eighth grade science. And that really helps with kind of the, the uh, I want to say like just the strength of the plant. I really like using something with a little bit of potassium in it, but you don't need a lot of it. And again here, those numbers may be fairly low on that second and third number, depending on what type of fertilizer you're using. The other thing you can use are things like manure materials. So you might see something like uh, dehydrated cow manure, or uh, you might see something like worm casings, or you might even see poultry manure. Those are good because they have other products as well. What I don't like to use are things with synthetic. You, you'll see in there, uh, it will say like nitrogen derived from ammonia. Uh, sometimes even the organic products will have a little bit of that, but for the most part, they don't. And you don't want that type of fertilizer that has those really high synthetic ingredients because, again, it's going to be used so quickly by the particular plants, and it's just not going to be used over a period of time. Uh, other things I really like, as I said, the liquid kelps, the fish emulsions, liquid bone meal. Uh, I like using a compost tea. I like using my own compost, which I make. All of those things are really great. And the other thing you should be doing is testing your soil to see what you need. If you're just throwing down things willy-nilly and you have no idea what thing that your soil needs. It may need more nitrogen. Uh, it may need more phosphorus, and we just don't know that. So it's really easy to take a sample of your soil. If you go on to the UMass Extension site, you can find places where you can send your soil sample in, follow the directions carefully, and you'll get the test results back. Now, this time of the year, I'm speaking to you. You may be listening to this at any time of the year, but as I'm recording this, it's spring. and early spring, obviously, there's high demand for soil tests, so you just want to be patient. And you may have to kind of put some of the stuff down and take a chance if you don't get your results back in time when you are planting. Traditionally for myself, I generally put down in my vegetable garden just a lot of composted manure in the garden. And I use less fertilizer, even organic stuff. What I do tend to use is during the course of the growing season, I'm using a liquid organic fertilizer probably about every 10 to 14 days on many of my vegetables, and I just find that that works really well. The other thing with the liquid fertilizers is you can use them as a spray. Uh, if you're doing that, I like to do it early, early in the morning so that uh, the nutrients get absorbed by the leaves. I don't do it during the middle of the day because some of these fertilizers can actually, uh, with when they act with the sun, can burn the leaves, so you want to be careful of that as well. And it, depending on the product, and you can read about this, if you're having some problems with insects or things like that, you can sometimes mix in some of these liquid fertilizers a little bit. I tend to mix in with some of the things I might be spraying. So not only am I correcting you know, organically with the bugs in the garden, but I might be adding a little bit of uh, a fertilizer at the same time as well. So hopefully this is a valuable to talk about. Remember those three numbers again, uh, your NPK, the nitrogen, the phosphorus, and we also have the potassium. Those are the three numbers. Uh, you want to stick with organic ingredients if you can. Liquid fertilizers, uh, a little bit 
more frequently than the granular fertilizers. Granular fertilizers will tend to last, especially the organic ones. They're going to last over a period of a few months, and that's the good news for them. And remember, uh, too much of fertilizer can really hurt your plants. So follow directions carefully. Do not over-fertilize. You don't want to overfeed your plants. It's just not going to help them, even though it seems like it will. It's too much of a good thing. Have a great day.